0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody listening. And thank you so much for tuning in to Rewrite the Rules podcast, where you realize your potential through living on your own terms. Uh, I'm excited for this episode. It's going to be a solo one, it's going to be quick, and it's going to be all about leadership. And I know that that topic isn't the most sexy of things to say. Um, I'd rather be maybe hearing about shrooms or actual sex or how do I get out of my nine to five or how do I live in that van, Alex? And you're going to talk to me about fucking leadership. But I promise it will make things in your life uh, better. And with the ability to lead others and lead yourself, um, you will be able to kind of do things on your own terms because you'll be able to steer the direction of your life um, and your surroundings in the direction that, uh, you want it to go. Uh, benevolently, of course, that's a tough word for me to say. So I'm going to be using, I did a post today on Instagram about it. And I had a picture, um, probably my most badass picture actually to date. Like I'm going to put this picture up on my wall when I have, you know, grandkids, cause it'll be like, yeah, I'm on a, I'm in a wheelchair now, but grampy used to be cool. And it's a picture of my buddy and I walking out of this um, burn we were doing on a fire. So we actually had drip torches. We were lighting the, uh, forest on fire to do a little backburn before the main fire got to us. Um, you can actually fight fire with fire. So, um, but what the post was about was that I'm walking out with one of my good friends, Booney. He's actually like a brother to me. Um, one of my best friends, not good friends. And, uh, I worked with him on the crew, the fire crew down there in Southern Arizona for three seasons. And he was a real good, um example to me and what I still use as my re- mental framework for what a leader consists of. Um, so I want to just go through um the three things that I actually have seen him do. He has talked about doing um and kind of how you can apply that to to your life um, in your daily decisions. So the first thing that he did, um, and I'm gonna go from least important to most important, they're all encompassing, but the number one guy is is the big one. Um, but starting with number three is that he gives ownership to people that he, um, was leading. So for instance, there were a lot of times out in the fire line, um, where people would ask him, Hey Booney, um, what should we do in this situation? So, um, let's say that we were digging line for a, a fire to come down, um, you know, to stop it, um, on the hillside. And they would say something along the lines of, Hey Booney, um, how big of a line should we dig? Right. Um, and most of the time, a tactic that he used, which once again, I don't think he was, he wasn't doing this um, consciously. It's just kind of how he, who he was. Um, he would say, well, what do you think? And that's a very, very powerful question just to say, what do you think? What is your opinion? Um, it gives so much responsibility and ownership to the quote unquote subordinates um, to anyone around you that is. Um, you know, in a power structure format, you are above. So anyone that you are teaching, a little brother, a little sibling, a kid, um, you know, someone um at a lower level than you at work, if you're in a manager position, anywhere like that, where even if it's someone that is on the same level and they still just ask you that type of question, you just know something, you know a little more about a topic than they do. Um, and they ask you what they should do. It's such a simple thing to just say, well, what do you think? Um, because it really just puts the power with the person, um, and it lets them think through it. Um, and so he did that multiple times. Um, the second thing that he did was he worked hard and he never put the work on other people. So a lot of times you hear people say you need a lead by example. Um, there was one time where we were in Alaska and it was this huge fire. We were about 10 miles outside of the nearest town. That town had maybe 500 people in it. Then we were flying in a helicopter about 10 miles away to where this fire was in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. It's early August. There's 22 hours of daylight and they needed two people to go in with chainsaws Um, on a helicopter first to fly into the landing area and we actually needed to get out and we needed to clear a large swath of trees in the area um, to make a better entrance and and, uh, exit point for the rest of the helicopters coming in that are shuttling the crews. Um, Now, it was slightly dangerous work and it was something that somebody else could have easily have done. Um, but Booney actually volunteered and I went with him. Um, he volunteered to do it, um, just to make the helicopter landing a little safer. And it it was a, it was a badass job too. We really enjoyed it. Um, but he did that with everything, right? So we always saw him working with us. Um, we always saw him in, in workouts, even in the morning, he was always pushing himself harder than he was the previous day. And so, It was really a big, you know, show don't tell mentality and that, you know, your actions speak louder than your words, all those cliches. Um, But that was, that's so key because some of the worst leaders that I've encountered in my life that were put in a position of leadership, right? um, You inherently don't respect them if you don't see them doing the same work. If they're not in the trenches, if they're not pushing themselves, then why should you push yourself for them? Um, So that was crucial. So giving ownership to people, um, leading and and working as an example, and then the third and most crucial thing out of all this, and this is number one, and it is the reason why there aren't that many great leaders is because this is extremely difficult. Um, I deal with this pretty much every day, I'm sure you guys can relate to this, and it is the ability... To put your ego aside for the good of the cause. Putting your ego on the back burner while you relate to other people in your situation is the hardest thing that any of us can do. And it doesn't have to be in this big grand scheme of things, right? I have done this personally when maybe someone new comes into the social circle and they suggest a place for everyone to go to dinner. You know, I my, my, my feathers get all ruffled up and you know, my ego goes, who the fuck is this suggesting a place to go to dinner? You know, I, I should suggest something, you know, even if that place is good, I, I might suggest something just, just, just because he shouldn't do that or she shouldn't do that. Um, and that's a very micro scale, right? That's just going out to dinner with my friends, and the only person that knows that I'm having that debate in my head is just me, with me and my stupid ego, right? It's not solving anything. So when you take though those, you know, that sign of what that is, and you extrapolate that into these big incidences at your work, uh, in your family, um, you know, on your sport teams. Right. And you start making these decisions based on your ego, based on what will make you look good, based on who you like and don't like. Maybe that person said something to you last week that pissed you off. Right. Maybe they annoy you. Maybe you don't like the way that they dress. Maybe, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend said something you didn't like six months ago. Um, Maybe you're just not feeling too good about yourself in that role, so you just want to bring them down. There's so many ways that this manifests, and it does nothing but ironically make you even less enjoyable, less likable, and less effective as a leader in whatever role that we're talking about, whether it's just, hey, guys, let's what movie do you want to go see, or this 500-acre fire needs to be put out, and we're going in the helicopters and leading that. I mean, there's so many different ways that it plays out in our lives, but the ability... To shut down the ego and make decisions from your heart and from a rational point of view that is not poisoned by the ego in that decision is the ticket to being a great leader. Now, um, How do we do that? That's with a lot of fucking practice. Um, that's with the same as with anything else that comes with meditation. It comes with um, journaling every morning you know, really breaking down why it is you made those certain decisions, what you felt at those times. Um, if you're into hallucinogens, weed, shrooms, things like that, um, those kind of help break down the barriers and and get to the the root of the matter, you know, so why are you why are you running that operating system and responding that way? Um so, you know, I think it's a lot of times we, we take this leadership thing and we make it into like, oh well, if I'm not a general in the army, then I'm not a leader. Um, but you are. You know, and and people right now where you're at, I don't care if you're working at McDonald's or you're a Navy SEAL, um, you know, the people around you, you can lead. And you can just lead by example, give ownership, and literally do your best to take the ego out of the equation when making those decisions. Now, my buddy Booney, he has an ego, right? It just doesn't control the dictation of his leadership. And that really is a huge part of it it just doesn't control the decisions that he makes and of course the people who don't have an ego and make the best leaders they don't care that they're the best leaders because they don't have that ego pushing them to do it and it's a ironic twist of life um and i think it's a lot of times why we end up with politicians and ceos of companies and all these people that are doing it for the wrong reasons and they're not true leaders, right? They're just showmen and, and, uh, entertainment. Um, and we all know that. Um, but they of course have other means, you know, through money and through coercion and things like that to get to where they want to go. So, um, that is it for this solo podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed that one. I got an amazing one coming up next week with a guy, Michael, um, from Navigation Nowhere, who has converted a bus into a beautiful living space—a school bus. You guys have to see the pictures. Um, the podcast comes out next week. It's phenomenal. It took me five months to get him on the show because he's obviously in a bus traveling the country and doesn't have Wi-Fi um, a lot of the times. But I'm super stoked for that one, and I'm gonna have a lot of awesome content coming out for you guys soon. So be checking in every week. Um, find me on Instagram, Alex H Star um, wait, Alex, Alex dot star. Maybe I should change that or fuck it. Um, revamping the whole website this weekend, um, with some help, uh, from my buddy Matthew and a lot of coffee. So that'll be exciting. And I uh, hope everyone's having a great week. You can always find me at Alex, at alexstar.com, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Love hearing from y'all. Um, have a great week, have a great weekend. Appreciate all the love and support and, uh, go get them. Push some boundaries later.